Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Show, where we explore all things productivity, well-being, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. 2020 was a reckoning for all of us, yours truly included. In fact, that was the year my brain kind of fell apart, and I was a little worried for a while because I wasn't quite sure if I was going to be able to put Humpty Dumpty back together again if you catch my drift. <laughs> but fortunately, now I can look back at that time without the feeling of trauma that I experienced in the moment. And I feel like I have a lot of insights on how I've grown over that time that might be helpful for you too if you are an adult with ADHD. And if this happens to be the first time you've landed on my channel, welcome. My name is Karen McGill. I'm an ADHD coach and I'm here for the busy, ambitious brains that want to get schnizzled on, but they keep getting in their own way. So without further ado, let's get into the top five things that I have learned since becoming an ADHD coach that I think is going to be relevant and helpful for you as well. And before we start out, I want you to know that I'm not advocating that you should absolutely get yourself an ADHD coach or even become an ADHD coach although I will address both of those questions in this video, I think this will be relevant and helpful and then hopefully inspiring for you because it really points to how taking charge of your own personal development can change your life in so many ways, no matter what sort of cognitive issues you're dealing with. So the first big change or transformation I've noticed in myself since becoming a coach is that I am far more aware of my own behaviors and self-talk. Even though I've always been somebody who's a fan of self-help, it wasn't until I went through a coaching program that I started to hear the way other people talked about themselves in such a destructive and self-sabotaging manner. And I can see the brilliance in my clients, but they couldn't see it themselves. And that really put a mirror to the way I spoke to myself and how that inner dialogue not only impacted my behaviors, but also the results I was getting in life. For example, let's say that you are feeling lonely and you would love to have a partner in your life or more friends or more community, but you're afraid to put yourself out there. When we scratch beneath that fear, what we learn is that you're really afraid that if people see you for who you really are, they won't like you or accept you for who you are. And that belief that you're not good enough or you're not worthy enough for quality relationships in your life makes you behave in ways that keep you lonely. It closes you off, it shuts you down, and you put a wall around yourself to protect yourself from being seen. That is just one small example of many self-sabotaging ideas, thoughts, beliefs that I have heard from clients and they hit home because I saw them in myself. All of the things that my clients struggle with that I tend to struggle with too, had some element of healing by just seeing it in other people and having compassion for them. And you don't need to be a coach or a therapist to see that. When you see somebody else struggling and you have compassion for them, it not only takes the judgment and sting away from whatever they're going through, but it takes the judgment and sting away from yourself. And I have found that incredibly powerful because I've always been extremely self-critical and I have been able to loosen the grips of that, which has made the world of difference. Number two, since becoming a coach, I've become way more precious with my time because I bill hourly. So if I am billing a client, let's say $250 an hour for coaching sessions, I have a very tangible idea of what my time is worth. And I'm not talking about personal time here and the time I spend with friends, family, or just on my own. That time is invaluable. But when it comes to the time that I spend in front of my desk, 
as an entrepreneur, my perspective on that time has completely changed. So when people reach out to me and say, I love the work you're doing. I would love to do that too. Can we jump on a Zoom call? I have questions to ask you about coaching or how you got started or what it's like to start a business. I appreciate the interest and the kindness behind those requests, but I cannot justify getting on a Zoom call with a complete stranger to help them sort out their life when my clients are over here paying $250 for my time time and attention. So when you start to think about things that way, it really changes your perspective on who you're willing to engage with and under what circumstance. And I don't mean that to be mean or cruel or stingy with my own time. I feel like the content I put out here answers a lot of the questions that come in from my community. And I love getting those questions because if one person has that thought, probably a lot of us do. So it's much more impactful if I'm able to make a video or a podcast or write about it in a blog post and share it with a lot more people that are dealing with the same question. Number three, since becoming an ADHD coach, my own attention span has improved dramatically. Here's the thing about coaching. It is not telling people what to do or giving people life advice. It is active listening. And active listening is a skill that is sadly not practiced very much today, especially when you have an ADHD brain that is very fast and has a lot of thoughts. When somebody else is talking, it takes a lot of effort to focus on what they're saying while not trying to come up with the next line in your own head. That's what being present for a client actually means. And to do that for an entire hour takes a lot of energy and practice. So as a result, my attention span has gotten a lot better. And that is a beautiful side benefit that I wasn't anticipating because as you learn that skill, you can bring it into your personal life and be more present for your family and your friends and just even for yourself. So I am so happy that I built this muscle and it is probably one of the most invaluable takeaways I have from my coaching experience this far. Number four, I have become a lot more compassionate and a lot less judgmental since becoming a coach. This whole entire journey over the past three years has been like getting a PhD in the experience of ADHD. And the fact that people have enough trust to share with me their innermost thoughts, I've been able to see how people think about themselves versus what other people think of them. So for example, ADHDers have a hard time initiating tasks under certain circumstances. And that can look a lot like laziness or disinterest or disrespect to parents and teachers. And even though it looks a lot like that, when you talk to that person and truly understand what's happening inside, you realize that they are as frustrated with themselves as the world is with them. And when you see that this is not laziness and it's not being disrespectful, it builds that muscle of compassion that I was talking about earlier. And now I can look at anyone and instead of making a rash judgment that that person is rude for interrupting or lazy for not doing what they say they're going to do, I can see that it probably goes a lot deeper than them just not caring about themselves or the people and the world around them. And with that, I'm able to turn that compassion towards myself, as I mentioned earlier, and be a lot less self-critical. And here's what happens as a byproduct of becoming less judgmental towards others and less self-critical towards yourself. You become a lot more courageous and open to putting yourself out there to do the things that you wanna do in life, 
When you are very judgmental, either of yourself or other people, it means that your ego is running the show and your ego does not want you to put yourself out there. Your ego wants to keep you safe. That's its primary goal. So the more it can protect you with self-criticism and harsh judgment of others, the more it will keep you safe in your shell. But when you start practicing compassion and you start letting go of criticism and judgment, you become so much lighter, freer, and happier. And who doesn't want that? So that is definitely something that I've experienced and it is available to you too if you are willing to start actively noticing when you're judging and instead of falling into the story and letting it build up, just get curious. Like, why am I judging that person? What is it about what they're saying that triggers me? Because at the end of the day, it really has to do with the world out there. It's how the world out there triggers a story within yourself. So get curious instead of being critical and see how much lighter you'll feel as a result. And the last thing I have learned like on a visceral level since becoming an ADHD coach is that I am not here to fix people. First of all, it is not for me to judge whether somebody is broken or not. If they come to me because they're struggling with a thought, a behavior, an idea, a belief, then yes, I can help them navigate that and get to a better place, but it's not because they're broken. We are all on a journey to improve ourselves, but we are all whole, perfect human beings as we are. I have never been one to hold a big lofty goal, like. I wanna change the lives of a hundred million people. First of all, when I hear people talk about goals like that, and this is me judging, but I think there's an arrogance to it because it presupposes that we believe that the people out there need to be changed and we know what it is to change them. And I don't think that's true. I, the more I coach, the more humble I become in the knowing that we are all just amazing beings going down this road of life and we're all just making it up as we go along. Nobody knows the right path. And if they claim that they know the right path, then they're lying or delusional. <laughs> we're all making this up as we go along. So my approach to coaching and content creation, anything I do in my business, is going down a path myself, seeing what works and sharing that with a community of like-minded people. Some of it's gonna stick and some of us not give a stick. And I will always move more in the direction of what this audience wants because if I'm only here for what I want, then I'm not actually running a business. And that is probably the bonus thing that I've learned since becoming a coach and through my entrepreneur journey that is always about the people you're serving and it's not about you. And the more support and value you can add to the people in your community, the better you're going to do yourself because a rising tide lifts all boats. Hey guys, this is today, Karen, popping in to let you know that if you are a coach or you're hoping to create a coaching business, I have two offers that might be interesting for you. The first one is a Notion template, and it's basically an entire structure for your business where you can formulate offers, track clients, create content. There's a little bit of education in there, but it's really a structure for your business. Now, if you are starting your business from scratch and you have no idea how to figure out your client, their pain point, how you're going to actually build something to help them, then you might be interested in Align to Action, which is more of a robust program that's going to help you learn how to build your business in a way that's very ADHD friendly because there's a lot of structure in it and I walk you through the entire process. So if either one of those sounds interesting to you, I will link them right here. You can check them out and let's get back to the video. So those are things that have changed about me since becoming an ADHD life coach. Now, as I mentioned, a lot of you reach out to me saying, hey, I would love to do the same 
thing? Can you give me some insights? For the rest of this video, I will share the insights I have learned since becoming a coach that I perhaps wasn't expecting and you might wanna be aware of too. And the first one is that coaching is not a get rich quick model. Most coaches start off in a one-on-one -on -one contact and there are a limited number of hours that you can coach. And most coaches start off at a very affordable rate and build their rate as they build their confidence. So when you start coaching, don't expect to be making hundreds of thousands of dollars regardless of what the coaching school you go to is promising. Be very, very leery of any coaching school that promises you riches of any kind. Because no matter what they're teaching you, unless it's some sort of black voodoo magic that I'm not aware of, they have no control over how you're gonna take the information you're taught and apply it in your own business or whether you'll apply it in your own business. So there is no way that anyone can 100% guarantee you riches as a coach, even if you follow their step-by-step -step proven methods. And I wanna put that out there because I think that a lot of people buy coaching programs assuming that that's true because the pictures they see online of these amazing coaches implies that they're living their best life. And that is never the full story. They may be making a lot of money and they may also be spending a lot of money on Facebook ads. Even if you can see the complete story behind somebody's business, whatever method they use to get there may or may not work for you and your business. So whatever your expectations are coming into the coaching industry, please do not assume that you are going to make decent money from the get-go or perhaps ever. Fortunately, I have done well in coaching to the point where I have a wait list, but that's because I'm diligent in my marketing. I show up here, I show up on my podcast, every week and I have built trust with my audience. If you are unwilling to show up on any social media platform, you're gonna have a really hard time building trust with your audience. So I just put that out there so that you can set your expectations accordingly. The next thing to know about coaching, which I alluded to earlier, is that it is not about teaching people skills or giving people advice. Teachers teach and consultants give advice Life coaches don't do those things. Now, there are some coaches that might do that, like a football coach or a nutrition coach, but if you were a life coach, it is not for you to bestow wisdom upon the people that come to you. It is your job as a life coach to listen to your clients and understand what they want and what is getting in the way of what they want and help them realize that so that they can, can move forward in a direction that works for them. That doesn't mean that you never provide insights, but if you think that coaching is just getting on a Zoom call and pontificating about a topic until your time is up, you are going to be very disappointed. The true skills that you're gonna need as a coach is being an active listener, which means you need to improve your ability to pay attention for extended periods of time. You've got to be able to reflect back to people without judgment what you're seeing and hearing in the stories they're telling you. And you've got to hold non-judgmental space for them to come to their own conclusions. And if you don't agree with their conclusions, it is not for you to disagree with them because they are the experts of their life, not you. And the last thing I would say on ADHD coaching specifically is that be prepared that even though people sign up with you and show up for all of their sessions and have the best of intentions, very often they are not in a place where they are willing to let go of past beliefs or behaviors that are getting in their way. Even if you can show it to them time and time again, they may just not be ready to let go of whatever is holding them back. And to that end, I find that some clients would be much better served with a therapist as opposed to a coach. 
when somebody is dealing with pain and trauma and heavy emotions that they can't seem to get past, a licensed mental health professional is gonna have the skills to help them get to baseline. A coach is there to help someone get from baseline to where they wanna go in the future. So for example, if you are somebody who has a goal of becoming a football star, but you've got a broken leg, you wanna start off at the doctor's office before you find yourself a good football coach. So I hope that was in some way helpful. If you have questions about coaching, whether it's for you, whether you should hire a coach, whether you might wanna be a coach, feel free to drop them below and I will do my absolute best to answer all of those questions. And once again, guys, thank you for listening and I will see you in the next video. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. For links and resources for this podcast, please visit itsadhdfriendly.com or click the link in the show description. Please also be sure to subscribe so you get automatic updates when new shows are posted. And of course, please do leave us an ADHD-friendly review. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.